What's up guys, this is Sean and welcome to another episode of the Ehung Podcast and today let's answer another question from email. This is from Danny. Hi Sean, I am a new viewer to your channel and first of all, I want to thank you for all the great content. It's really helpful. For context, I'm 23 years old, single, no commitments, currently renting a room in Mid Valley at 750 ringgit and working near the TTDI station. I've just started a new job last month earning 3,300 and I'm excited at the prospect of potentially buying my first property next year for my own stay. Based on my research, after April next year, I should be able to get a home loan up to 300000 based on my salary. As for my requirements, I don't drive, so I will need to live somewhere within walking distance of public transport. But I will be living alone, so even a studio is fine as my budget is quite tight. I have looked at studios and one to two bedroom apartments, both in new project and sub-sales, and I found that my best bet would probably be a sub-sales studio. I've looked across quite a few buildings. The below two buildings are representatives of my entire search. Hence, I'm hoping that I could get your opinion on a couple of options I'm considering. Number one, there's a condo within walking distance of Taman Santec MRT where I could consider getting a studio unit. The pros of the condo is it's directly connected to the MRT, a decent size for a studio, and the asking price fits within my budget. The main con is it's about 47 minutes away from my workplace. I think I could live with it as my current commute to work as it's about the same amount of time. Plus, I need to change LRT to MRT. But if I move job to another company in KL in 5 years time, I worry that it will be too far away by public transport. Number 2, there is a condo located within walking distance of Bukit Bintang MRT where I could also get a studio. The pros of this is in a prime location, being in Bukit Bintang and my commute to work will take under half an hour. Being that it's so close to central KL, I also wouldn't have to worry about moving jobs within KL. The cons, it will be more expensive at the very least about 300,000 and that it's smaller at 420 square feet. With this price, it wouldn't leave much in the bank to decorate and renovate as much as I like for my first home. The different floor plan layout makes it feel much smaller than the first unit. I'm personally okay with staying in a small unit for now but I'm not sure how I feel in coming years if I want people to come over. Number three, I could wait for a few years for my salary to improve and buy a slightly bigger unit in a strategic location which my parents recommended. The pros of this would be that I don't need to deal with the hassle of selling a not quite right unit in 5 years time or having to manage a tenant if I rent it out as I'm not sure whether I have it in me to be a landlord. The con is that it's likely that the property prices will increase faster than my salary so I think maybe it's better to buy what I can when I can. Would really appreciate your thoughts on this. Like you, I'm more inclined to prioritize convenience so I'm leaning towards option 2. But I'm hesitant to buy an expensive prime area shoebox. But I say my main concern is whether to buy next year or wait. Thank you for reading. Take care, stay safe, Danny. So thank you very much, Danny. Uh, just to clarify the email again, 23 years old thinking about buying a property next year and the decision is between Taman Santex MRT station, we all know which project it is, we have reviewed that before. The second one would be one apartment in Bukit Bintang. So the question is whether to buy next year or to wait until the salary increase to buy a better unit. First thing first, I think it's cool that you find out how much you can loan, how much you can pay. I think it's very cool that you have done your work in research, especially on your affordability part, right? 
like exactly next year because after confirmation I got six months I can get a loan of 300,000 therefore once I get the loan approved I will go and buy this property I think that's very very good secondly about the intent of getting a home for own stay that's something that we really need to talk about right because at your age right you have not figured out a lot of things like your career pathway like you barely stepped into the working culture the workspace right if you have not even tried a lot of things yet why would you want to commit yourself in the 35 years commitment let's say a 300,000 property right you'll most likely take up maybe 900 to a thousand of your salary and you are working at 3.3 thousand 12 percent for EPF and so so you're left you're left with maybe 2006 then 2006 you pay a thousand just for a house then left thousand six in the CBD right every day you get to like spend how much you need then when that happens you are in a situation where you need to work for the house don't get me wrong I'm not saying that buying a property is wrong here but I'm trying to say that the intent is not exactly right exactly like what you wrote what if you change job what if you change this? What if you change that? What if you move up into the career pathway then suddenly it's not connected via the LRT anymore? Would you offer a job that pays you 6000 but just because it's not close to an MRT station, you say no? No, right? So eventually you will need a car. Eventually. That kind of thing grab every day, right? So rather than an own stay approach, right? I would suggest to look at it as an investment property. Taman Sandex and the Bukit Bintang property, right? I will look at rental returns. Which property gets a better rental return? I will let that dictate the decision-making process instead of what I like. Because to me, why are you renting a house in Mid Valley when you work in TTDI? Why don't you just rent a place in TTDI? Because you are renting. Like what you said, convenience should be your priority. And what comes with convenience? It's flexibility and at your age you need to be flexible from several aspects number one physically right just because you have no commitment suddenly a call like do you want to work in Bangkok double the pay no-brainer right basically it means that you are able to locate yourself anywhere in the world to work secondly flexible in terms of financial by tying yourself down with a property immediately a year after you work suddenly that becomes a reason for you not being able to take up job offers that are further away suddenly Johor wants you to work there and maybe Sarawak wants you to work there then what happens to this home thirdly the flexibility in terms of your career because I don't think you have figured out whether you really like the job that you are having right now right then maybe four years five years later you figure out like the life of my manager or my boss is not exactly what I want like for sure, for the next 15, 20 years, you will end up exactly like your managers, right? Because you just move up the corporate ladder. Is that something you want? If not, suddenly you will start thinking about, hey, what can I do? Can I sell properties? Can I sell insurance? Can I sell bonds? Can I set up my own thing? Should I set up a stall for bubble tea? Should I set up a shop or whatsoever, right? So that flexibility needs to be somewhat included in your decision making as well. And all those kind of decisions most likely will require a lot of capital. Whether you like it or not, you will need money in that sense so all of that being said before you found your dream job I don't think you should be thinking about having your own space lah. it's just more sensible to rent closer to your workspace lah. and buying that property with an own stay mentality is just restricting the potential of your money so to me again right regardless of whatever I just said the main consideration factor for your decision making process would be the rental returns let's say this one 300,000 right the money installment is around 900 to 1001 if the rental there can be 1003 go ahead no brainer why two to three years later after you get the keys to the property you are in this position in your workspace where suddenly you want to change job really like 
basically every two to three years people are changing job nowadays especially for corporate people so by that time maybe you will meet your other half your needs are entirely different suddenly you have this need to impress others already you get influenced by social media then when you get the keys to this property you can make the decision whether to rent out you want to or you want to stay yourself because you can always rent other places but this property generally is an investment to its core you want to move overseas no problem it's an investment if you cannot manage yourself you can hire somebody else to manage for you and that's exactly what i'm doing for my property as well i do not have the time to go and settle the plumbing the paint the furniture the clubhouse access or whatsoever right i will get somebody else to do it for me because i think at this current state it's just way too early to talk about the house that you want to stay you can always rent the place that you want to stay but four to five years later exactly like what your parents say they are right wait until your salary increase further then you get your second one today you buy the property where the estimated rental can cover your installment two three years later you have been working two to three years already your salary may be at this state four thousand four thousand three maybe increase one thousand so throughout these two to three years you need to figure out how to save up around twenty thousand to thirty thousand just to furnish up the place to ensure that it can be rented out quickly then at that time, you have this option when you are earning 4003 Do you want to spend 1001 a month to stay in this apartment? Because maybe your company got new location or you are working in a new company already. So just be flexible about it. And if this location of property is not convenient for you, rent it out then the rental can somewhat cover the installment and that will not affect your dsr for your next property suddenly your salary 4003 can entirely be used for the consideration of the bank for your next property purchase so within these two to three years after you buy this property there will be two intentions once to save up the renovation cost the next one will be to hunt for the next upcoming investment property that you're going to acquire. But that's not gonna take up all your time. You're gonna figure out your career, you're gonna figure out your passion, and at the same time, have some fun. Of course, you're so young, my God. And that will be my recommendation. So whatever criteria that you have imposed on the selection of property, right? Yes, it's somewhat valid, but I think this conversation needs to be had like maybe seven years later until like when you're 28 or 29, right? You have a girlfriend and that time you really need to settle down before she says yes to your proposal but just by switching the intent of purchase it becomes an investment first kind of property everything else makes sense again i've always encouraged youngsters to get properties earlier and to get your first property as your investment property because what you don't want is you really like this property you are willing to pay big bucks for it but it's only you no one else is willing to pay such a high rental therefore it becomes a burden that you carry around for the next 35 years suddenly because of the house you cannot change job who's gonna live here if i don't live here i need to pay rental and i still need to somewhat cover the installment because the rental cannot cover it all then because of the every month bleeding in terms of cash flow your money commitment is just too high you, you don't have enough disposable income to explore other form of investment like suddenly bitcoin is hot now you don't have money business is hot now you got no money you want to try a new idea no money ah and those are just the other extreme of things if you really pick whatever you like first right so let the figures tell you what to do and i think that's all for this episode thank you very much for the email danny and i hope that answer helps and for those who still have any questions you can just email me at t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g t-a-n-i-h-e-r-n-g at gmail.com or you can just dm me on instagram another option would be to click the link below and insert your question at ask guru forum by property guru just in case i couldn't get back to your questions on time there will be other experts that can actually help you as well that's all for today thank you very much for watching and see you on the next one ciao
Mình lắm 